Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What did we learn about the wide receiver position in 2021? And then we'll spin it ahead to 2022 right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Adam and Dave here on FFD in 5. I think I missed Dave's funny hand gesture there. Sorry about that, Dave. Don't worry. It was G-rated. Okay, great. And uh, let's uh, let's look back at, uh, at 2021 in the wide receiver position. I'm not going to spoil it now, but I got a couple of really interesting facts about wide receivers in 2021 that you have to listen to on the full-length version of Fantasy Football Today. But what do you have for us right now on FFT and 5? I'll tell you what blew me away. The top 12 average for PPR points per game last year, 17.3. What was it in 2020? 17.3. Year over year, flat. Full PPR, half PPR, non-PPR. The exact same averages from 2020 to 2021. We actually lost some points if you look at number two wide receivers, but it was just by a little bit. PPR 13.7 for the receivers ranked 13th through 24th in 2020. In 2021, that dipped to 13.3. And look, it's just, I don't know what to really make of that other than to say that I feel like the wide receiver position was still really deep. There were still plenty of players that you could go to your waiver wire and pick up in a given week and have a semblance of hope that they would come through for at least 10 PPR points. There weren't that many that got you in the neighborhood of 20 PPR points, especially off the waiver wire. Forget it. Unless you're talking about a Munroth St. Brown late in the year, you didn't really get anything like that. But receivers continue to be a diversified position. There aren't a lot of target hogs in the NFL looking for them on draft day and trying to identify the ones that could become target hogs as the season wears on. That's really what it's going to be all about for the receivers next year. All right. Well, with that being said, let's do a sleeper, a breakout, and a bust for 2022. Sleeper. The sleeper for 2022, and I'm going deep for this one, Adam. Nico Collins of the Houston Texans. Let's assume that the Texans don't make a change at quarterback, that they stick with Davis Mills. I believe Brandon Cooks is still going to be there. Don't think he's scheduled to be a free agent this year. I think it's next year. Collins takes a jump in his second year. Not necessarily a game-breaking type of wide receiver, but a physical wide receiver and a big guy could pick up a lot of red zone targets. Certainly should be worth a late-round pick. How about a breakout, Dave? I feel like we're going to have the same guy. Go. The breakout for me is Elijah Moore, who was my deep sleeper last year. I think he breaks out in a big way this year. We talked on Tuesday's podcast about him. Was it weird that he was a late fourth-round pick? I'm going to say that, yeah, it felt a little too early, but that's in mid-January. By the time we get to August, I promise you, there's going to be hype on him. He'll be healthy, ready to go, should assume the role as the number one receiver for the Jets. And I bet we'll hear a lot about Zach Wilson taking a step forward in his second year. I think you put it together, you compare it with the offensive line. We talked about that offensive line being better for the Jets next year. I think you could see Elijah Moore be worth a top, 55 pick. I won't, I won't I won't say top 50 yet. I won't say top 48 yet, but round five, I think he's worth it right now. There has been a top five PPR wide receiver, someone who finished top five, drafted between 
39th and 51st in average draft position in seven of the last 10 seasons. So that has been a, uh, you know, think about Cooper Cup, for example, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so when that running back dead zone hits, yeah. pivoting to wide receiver is the wise move. Right. Uh, how about a bust? I'm going to say DeAndre Hopkins doesn't fulfill expectations. And I know last year, a lot of fantasy managers were happy with what you got out of him the first half of the year, but it was very touchdown dependent. Didn't have the same type of target volume that we had seen from him the year prior. I'm nervous about this Arizona offense and what happened to them this year. They really haven't taken a huge leap forward, and they really should have taken it last year, not this past year. 2020 is when it should have happened. Hopkins was great then, but the rest of the offense still had moments where they stalled out. He's going to have to come through with a lot of touchdowns in 2022 to be worth it based on what his ADP should be, which is I bet it ends up being round three, and I could see myself passing on him every single time. That's Dave Richard. I'm Adam Azer. We got, we got a lot more on wide receivers, plus a look ahead to the weekend with some DFS advice for championship weekend. Uh, that's on the full-length show of Fantasy Football Today. This is FFT and 5. Thanks so much for watching and listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later.